Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. What's up, people of the podcast world? This is Danny Fuentes. And Jenny Fuentes. And this is... Uh, dear husband. <laughs> I'm speaking up. <laughs> dear husband, dear wife. Yes, yes, yes. Well, welcome, welcome, everyone. Um, we apologize that last week we missed our episode. Yeah. If we are honest with you, we are human, and therefore... And we remembered literally like too on late. wednesday yeah on wednesday <laughs> when normally these go up yeah so. the schedule we had both of us had mlk off and it kind of threw us off literally we just partied pretty hard <laughs> and totally forgot we weren't so totally forgetful thank you for your patience yeah for sure. Yeah. So today's topic is um, we are going to be talking about something that's very powerful um, that Danny and I have been really, we've t- spoken about this with young adults. We've spoken about this with young married couples when we were doing ministry. Um, and we even talk about that till today with each other from time to time. And it's really about like the the question, I guess, is it's a question, basically. What are the truths that you are speaking over yourself and how they tend to affect your relationships or the people that you interact and even affect you personally. So, are, are yeah. you asking me? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. That's, okay, the okay. that's the question. That's the question. Okay. That's the question. That's the question. Obviously, and that's the question that we're going to be answering. So, um, yeah. Just a disclaimer, guys. I have this weird, dumb, lingering cough. From so, COVID? Yes, from COVID. So, I do apologize if I am coughing at some point. Yep, that's true. Sorry, that was a yawn. <laughs> yeah, we're tired. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, let's jump into the the topic. Okay. All right, babe. So I guess yeah, let's let's start talking about first and foremost like <coughs> the power of our tongue. You know, Scripture tells us that the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And that's in Proverbs eighteen twenty one. And so I think a lot of the times without realizing. We tend to speak things over ourselves that aren't truth or that aren't necessarily fruitful for us. In other words, I like to call these like lies. In other words, lies that we believe about ourselves or lies that we have come to accept based on someone else's opinions about us or anything like that. And so to kind of give you an example for me... When Danny and I started dating, I mean, we're going back, way, way back in 2005, um, I had this big lie that I was not good enough, beautiful enough. Um, You know, I went to a school where a bunch of white chicks, pretty pretty, and, you know, I'm a minority, and I literally felt like, I wasn't either tall enough or skinny enough. Um, and I just felt completely 
and fully insecure, I would say. And because I really believed that lie, I felt insecure when I started dating Danny. I felt insecure about myself. I felt insecure about our relationship. And you would think that after I graduated from college and went on to grad school, that in my mid-20s, I would have gotten a little bit more confident. But I still kept believing that lie. And it didn't help when we broke up our engagement because I felt like immediately that lie came to my mind. And I was blaming myself that I wasn't pretty enough, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't, you know, I don't know sexy enough or anything like that and therefore my fiance had dumped me and left me and I really believed that that was the reason one of the main reasons not the only reason but one of the main reasons as to why Danny had walked away um, the first time that we broke up and then there was also this huge insecurity of um, you know just just that came over me and when we started dating again, you know, um, those lingering thoughts were still there. And then we got married. And unfortunately, that insecurity kind of trickled in. And mind you, I'm in my mid-20s by this time, late 20s by this time. And I would say that lie, I would even speak it sometimes towards myself. Like when we got married, I remember sometimes I would tell Danny. And sometimes even the enemy still feeds that lie to me or wants me to believe that lie. And I'm like, oh, I'm fat or I'm ugly or I don't look so good, blah, blah, blah. And that in a way has really affected sometimes um, our relationship, you know, has really affected the way that I have even dealt with some of my own insecurities and even Danny's own insecurities. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just I think that's really important. What we think, what we say about ourselves can really affect our relationships. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that concept of how we perceive ourselves. And, you know, <clears throat> we we're constantly surrounded by, you know, all kinds of opinions, all kinds of thoughts from different points of views, from, you know, different people that we shouldn't you know, allow too much in our lives, but some for some reason we kind of do. But even for me, I definitely had a lot of those, you know, negative conceptions about myself, mainly because, at least for me growing up, that actually came more from my own, from, from my mom than it did from, like, other people. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, grow, growing up in an environment where technically it should be the opposite and, you know, you should be getting, you know, positive encouragement, positive, you know, feedback and healthy criticism in, you know, from your own family so that you can, you know, push all the negative stuff aside when, when it comes at you from different people. I, you know, was getting it from, from my mom and so... Growing up, at first, at least, I thought I would, you know, ignore her and and just disregard all the all the things that she would say. But not knowingly, I was taking it in and I was accepting it. 
that that's who I was. And so, you know, after a certain amount of time when you constantly hear it, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, like, then I guess I'll just become whatever it is that, you know, this person is saying about me. And so I made decisions like that. You know, my mom would take me as a womanizer and without me even wanting to be like I, I actually became that mm. in high school, which explains why I kind of felt the need to always have a young lady in my life to some extent. And if that young lady was gone, then I'd go out and just get another one. You know, it was kind of that was kind of the thing. That was my thing. Like I and so much to the point where it's like I would you know, find myself having a girlfriend that I had absolutely no feelings or emotions for. It's just, you know, again, it was just me living out that word, womanizer. So, and it was hard. It was difficult. I mean, I obviously, you know, no, no parent wants their kids to be that way. But it was hard for me to push that and to fight that when it's coming from your own family. <clears throat> so it was I had to I had to really take the time to to really let the Lord work in my life because I figured, well, you know, words coming from mom and dad are the most important and anything that anybody else says, even if it's good, it's gonna be crap because they're not my parents. And so that was my take on a lot of things in my life. And so I you know, find, found myself just having to really cling on to God to to help me with that, to to help me break that and to believe, to start believing that that's not who I am. And I'm not saying this in any way, shape, or form to like completely bash on my mom, but you know, I mean, parents are human too, and so not not every parent is going to get it right the first time. Yeah, that's so true. I think one of the biggest things um, is, you know, we don't understand sometimes as to why we believe certain lies until we start realizing um, a lot of the times our childhood plays, not a lot, our childhood in general, psychologically speaking, plays a huge role on how we act as we grow older and how we act with certain relationships, you know, and, and in certain situations. So it's interesting to just even think about how Danny's, like the words that Danny's mom spoke over him, they were lies. And again, we're not bashing my mother-in-law or anything like that, but those words end up affecting um, Danny as he grows older and they ended up affecting and even trickling into our relationship and even into our marriage. Because even I remember like when we first got married, you know, Danny really, as you as, as he has shared it countless of times, you know, has had struggled with pornography. And I remember one of the biggest, biggest lies that he would constantly say was that he could not overcome pornography. You know, he he was spoken to be a womanizer, that he was always going to be that type of man. And so he believed this lie. And a part of that also was this belief that, you know, he won't be able, he would not be able to overcome porn or the addiction to porn. And, you know, scripture talks about it in Romans 12, 1, about the renewal of our mind. And we constantly talk about that. Like, we constantly have to renew our mind. And how do we renew our mind? By speaking truth over ourselves, you know, by speaking what God has said about us. And so we know that scripture says that, you know, 
that Jesus overcame the world, has overcome sins, and because he has overcome the world, we can also overcome the world and and sin and whatnot, and that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, obviously. So then in that sense, I would constantly remind Danny in our marriage and in our early years of our marriage, and even today, I would say, I still constantly remind my husband that he has power to overcome sin because of the precious and amazing you know, power of the cross that Jesus, you know, died in it and, and the resurrection of it, you know, the power of all of that. And so unfortunately, the lies that we believe and the lies that we speak over ourselves do end up affecting us, even end up affecting the way that we interact with others. And so it's, it's a way that we have to not as a way, it's a words that we have to be careful with and words that we have to change, in other words, or even challenge when we know that it's not the truth. Yeah, um, I've, I've come to learn, obviously we don't have kids, but I've come to learn that what you say can affect someone's life, period. Yeah. What you say definitely affects someone's life, Um you know, I, I grew up being bullied a lot at school. And at some point in my life, that kind of flipped around where I became the bully. And my bullying was not so much physical, but it was more verbal and mental. And I remember, you know, really, really hurting a classmate because of the choice of words that I decided to speak into this person. And, you know, I, I sometimes wonder, like sometimes I literally think to myself, like what if I walked past this person one day and I, would, and I don't even recognize them, but they would all of a sudden look at me and then boom, they would go back into that moment when we were kids and would re- remember word for word everything I said to them. And so... <clears throat> You know, it it makes me realize that what we say, whether it be parent to child or child to parent or friend to friend, like it does have an effect. If you say positive things, if you encourage someone, and again, it's one of those things where you, if you say it long enough, you know, it 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 turns into something. And you've heard that saying: if if you if you constantly repeat a lie, eventually you fall for it yourself. Yeah, it becomes a truth. You know, it becomes your truth. Yeah. Even though it started off as a lie. And so it's one of those things where we have to really take into consideration what we're saying to other people, what we're saying to each other. Yeah, that's really important. And that's <coughs> that's really important. And Sorry. That's, and that's really big. <laughs> um, because, you know, I think about also, like, as Danny was saying, Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And one of the biggest things that we encourage everyone, because we've lived it, is really combating those lies with truths, you know, that Scripture talks about us, or speaking words of life is what I like to say over each other. And in our marriage, we've had our fair share of lies that we have believed about ourselves and also about each other that have affected us one way or another. 
And so one of the things that I like to do with Danny, um, because we, you know, as a couple, you're going to have these very emotional, deep conversations. I hope you do. I hope you do. Um, and when we're having these deep emotional conversations, one of my biggest things is to really speak life over Danny. Like I start <laughs> telling him exactly <coughs> why I love him and what I believe about him and, you know, all things good, you know, things that are going to build up his life, things that are going to encourage him, things that are going to propel him to want to take action versus um, propelling him to take um, an action that is not positive, you know. So I think one of the biggest things that we have come to learn in our marriage and in our relationship is being very careful also how we speak to one another and what we say to each other. Because again, that really does affect. If I speak things over my husband that are not truth, like Danny said, they will eventually become his truth. And learning also how to discern is a huge component on what it, what we believe to be truth over us. And so I constantly have to remind myself whenever the enemy wants to feed me a lie about myself of what first and foremost what God thinks about me and says about me and then second of all what good things my husband has spoken over my life and constantly remind myself that yeah that is not this lie that I'm believing is not who I am and it's not you know what God says about me or what my husband thinks about me so you know one of the biggest things that we like to do is to speak life over each other. I mean, Danny will constantly, he's really good and he doesn't realize this, but he's really good in constantly speaking words of affirmation over my life, which by the way, it's my second love language. So like, um, you know, he's constantly telling me that I can do it, that I believe and whatnot and vice versa. Danny gets like a handful of like words of affirmation from me because it's like my one of my top, you know, it's my second top love language. So I'm constantly reminding Danny that that's not who he is or I'm constantly looking for ways to build him up. And yes, we call each other on our crap. I think that's really important too. like we cannot disregard that. And you, you know, if you're a spouse, you need to give yourself permission and you need to give your spouse permission to like call you out on their crap on, on your crap you know whenever mm -hmm. it is that you're lying or whenever it is that you are you know believing these lies or saying things that are not truth like it's okay to call each other out yep and so get that crap out <laughs> so like we we work in a way together in our relationship we work in a way that allows us to speak forth life and i constantly will remind my husband who he is, what God says he is, why he is so important to me, and what I believe about him, and most importantly, what God believes about him, and constantly call on his assignment or his calling, in other words. Like, you know, I always talk to Danny about his purpose in life. And so whenever the enemy wants to bring him down or discourage him, or whenever he underperforms, whether it be on a task or in a job assignment, you know, I constantly remind my husband that his performance is not a reflection of who God says he is. And in the same way, anytime 
we make a mistake in our relationships with each other, like it is not a reflection of who God says you are. And it's not a reflection of what God says about your relationship and marriage. There's always hope. You know, God intended marriages to be healthy. God intended relationships to be healthy. God intended you to be whole and healthy. And so, you know, we always constantly are reminding each other about the truths that God has spoken over our lives. And sometimes they're like simple truths, like, hey, you are sexy. Like I was telling my husband even last night, I was like, damn, I still got a crush on you. Like, you know, like, you know, and sometimes Danny, you know, doesn't feel sexy or he doesn't feel good, you know, and. I don't consider myself sexy. I know. Period. I consider my husband sexy, you know, and I constantly am reminding him like, ooh, I got a crush on you. She says those things to me and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, look at this thing. Look at that thing sticking out. You know, but but there we go. That's the whole point. Like, you know, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants us to like become these judgmental fun sucking people like mm-hmm. you know we suck the fun the the, ro- the romance out of you know <coughs> words that sometimes are significant others speak about us yeah so you know i i always you know i'm constantly telling danny you're sexy i love you you know oh my gosh i married such a sexy man and granted if you don't think my husband's sexy, that's all. I don't care. That's on you, you know, but I think he's sexy and that's the most important thing, you know, so. <laughs> I think it would be strange if someone else thought that too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say anything, but I just think that'd be weird. Yeah. So, you know, words are powerful. You know, words yeah. are, are, are big and how we speak to each other yeah. really matters. Yeah. It, um, it just, it, again, it, it, slowly molds into something whether it be i mean if you if you're the kind of person that you know you received positive you know encouragement as a child growing up you know you are one of the few that you know were fortunate enough to have that kind of um have that kind of environment to grow up in that kind of environment and you know that's awesome you know spread spread that love to other people as well but for the rest of us that have not, you know, grown up that way, it's pretty difficult. You know, it's hard uh, to to get away from that. And, you know, and again, it's I and I appreciate Jenny because, you know, she is kind enough and loving enough to to speak life into me. But at the same time, I will admit that it's difficult for me to like jump on that and say, yes, that's exactly who I am, because the truth is, believe it or not. I, I wish, I wish that the very same words that come from my wife, I wish I heard those words from my mom. Mm. And obviously, you know, she's not, she's not here, you know, with me anymore. So I will never get to hear that from her ever again. And again, that's not to say that I disregard everything that Jenny says to me. I love her for it and I'm grateful that I have someone that speaks into my life and encourages me and pushes me to be better. But at the same time, like like I said before, I wish that I would have heard those words also from my mom. It's a big deal, guys. It's 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 a huge game changer and it molds us. I mean, you know, we we have examples, you know, set around us and not all the, not all of those examples are are good. And so you know, we have to find, uh, 
you know, we have to find ways to allow ourselves to to be submerged in God's love and let the Lord really take hold of that and change that. And and again, it's not easy. You know, I can't just wake up one day and say, oh, okay, like this is it. You know, I mean, I can, but it's it's quite difficult. You know, when you have, you know, God really rooting for you and 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 encouraging you, and then at the same time you have a bunch of stupid people around you that just poop on your parade. <laughs> um, but words are powerful, and and again, it it affects everything. The way we grow up, you know, how we grew up relationships between between siblings relationships between parents it all comes into play and so um yeah yeah we have this we have this <clears throat> rule Danny and I kind of unspoken rule that we try not to at all if anything ever curse at each other like you know we even the word stupid, call each other like stupid or that was, dude, that was so stupid of you or, or something like that. Like that's, that's, let's just give you that example. Like, I think I've said it once and my husband called me out on it and said, don't you ever like <laughs> yeah. say that to me, you know? And, and I remembered, I kind of wish I had some science, some creature at the time to just murder. <laughs> But there you go. You see, like, I had no idea that growing up, and it's okay if I share this, like, yeah, growing up, you yeah. were, you know, you were bullied and you were called stupid kid. Growing up as a kid, I was con- I was nicknamed stupid kid. So. Yeah. So I didn't even call Danny stupid. I just said, oh, my gosh, what you did was so stupid. Yeah. And he was like. I just blacked out. Whoa. You know, I, exactly. I literally blacked out. And I remember I was instantly filled with in, inner rage. And, yeah, I just, I almost passed out out of the level of anger that, that consumed me at <laughs> you that know, moment. And, and, yeah, and though I will admit it was kind of scary when Danny, like, like literally he didn't raise his voice nothing he just like <laughs> looked at I me ferociously with, yeah <laughs> softly said to stop <laughs> yes yes but the, you see the power of words again here we come with the power of words and how we should not be talking harshly to each other and you know there you know words can either kill us or can build us up and it is my biggest prayer that in our marriage, Danny and I work extra hard. Again, it's an unspoken rule that we've never really said to each other. Okay, we're not going to do this to each other. But like we really, really try to cultivate a healthy relationship and also healthy argument where we can speak to one another, not mm-hmm. scream to each other, where we can talk to each other like, yeah. and be genuinely like real about how we're feeling. <laughs> without also sugarcoating it, like the rawness is an acceptance, but the choice of words really do matter. Yeah, yeah. It uh, again, it, it's a it's a it's a huge component in any relationship. Um, how you treat your girlfriend or boyfriend or fiance or spouse. Um, you know the choice of words that you allow are going to play a role and that those words will in a in a sense determine the trajectory of that relationship or friendship yeah and it i think 
honestly, like I think of like my husband, Danny, I'll admit Danny had like a potty mouth <laughs> when, you know, when Danny gets yeah, angry. Filthy potty mouth. <laughs> filthy. When, and when Danny would get angry, I mean. Like really upset. Really, really upset. The ABCs to every single foul like every curse <laughs> word known to man would just would come out <clears throat> roll out of my tongue like it's butter. Yeah, and mind you, <clears throat> Danny doesn't curse. Like, it, t- it takes a lot it for takes me to get really lot. upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And D- that's not like my initial go-to thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. When, when when something bad happens, it's yeah. It takes a lot. Like if if I say a bad word, it's because like it's it's pretty bad like whatever has happened or my feelings are just like way out there yes and so one of the things that we've been talking about and even you know working on is how to be able to talk to each other and express our frustrations with one another without having to curse does that make sense yeah yeah and so like i just want to i want to encourage um relationships out there and even individuals i mean we're talking about relationships right about like dating and, and marriage. But the truth is like any relationship, like Danny said, with your siblings, with your, you know, parents, with friends in general, like it's it's just important how we speak to each other and also how we treat each other in those circumstances are very, very important. I yeah. I want to encourage you that whatever lie you have been <laughs> believing, whatever, you know, spoken lie that was told to you by either someone who was either brokenhearted, someone who actually was hurting. Because a lot of the times I think of like my mother-in-law and, you know, people who are hurting will hurt other people. That's Hurt that's, people hurt people. Yes. Hurt people hurt people, <laughs> you know. And so I think that's really, really important to acknowledge that to not take it personal. And I know that's really hard. But to not take it personal and to not take to heart those lies that the enemy, you know, or those words that the enemy has spoken over you, over you through someone. Because the truth of the matter is, is, is that we're all broken people and we are all in need of a savior. We're all in the process of healing. Some of us are way ahead on that. Others are still navigating what healing looks like. But I just want to encourage you that if you have been believing something that it's not true about yourself and you know deep inside your heart it's not true or even something negative that has been spoken over your life, um, the teacher in me (laughs) wants to say this to you right now. And sometimes this is what you got to do. Either look yourself in the mirror and say it out loud and replace it with something that is truth. Replace that lie with a truth. Or if you're the type of person who needs to visualize it and see it, write it down in a piece of paper right now. What is the biggest lie you have been believing about yourself, about your marriage, about your relationship, about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife? What lies have you been believing? Write them down and then I want you to replace them and write down instead the truth that God has spoken over either yourself or those individuals or over your marriage or over your relationship. Like that is so important. The power of being able to combat those lies with truth is big and it will make a huge difference 
on how you interact with those that you love and those that love you. Yes. So, I mean, seriously, I hope you can take this exercise into action again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that that's the truth. Like, I just want to make sure that you either write it down if you're the type of person who needs to write it down or that you go to a freaking mirror and like look at there and be like, you know, I'm not good enough. Actually, no, this is what the Lord says, that I am good, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image or that I am, you know, more than a conqueror or, you know, I've been created with a purpose. You know, like if and if you don't know your Bible or your scripture, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Thank God for the freaking internet. Like, go to the internet. And, go to the internet. And Google, what does the Google. Bible say about me? Or what does the Bible say about my purpose, about who I am? What does Jesus say I am? Go, and, go to Google and ask, what is my purpose in life? <laughs> don't do that. That's not what you want to do. Um, but ask, I would say, Ask Google, who am I? No, no. <laughs> Please disregard that. My husband's just going crazy and that's right now. Anyway, but what I'm saying is really go and just Google what the Bible has to say about you and what God thinks about you. Yeah. Ask the Lord what he thinks about you. And just keep asking whenever you have those moments where you feel like you're listening more to the lies that are not true about you. And it's hard because it's easier to believe what is not true than to believe what is true. And so um, that's where we have to ask God to just to soften our heart, to be honest. Yeah, to renew our minds. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we leave you with these thoughts and, sorry, we leave you with these thoughts. And the truth of the matter is that um, I just want to encourage you to to speak life over yourself and to not let any any lie come out of your mouth. And I know that's hard, but... You know, weight, there's weight, there's weight, yeah, there's weight in your words and how you use them and what you say really does matter. You know, um, I really appreciate David and the Psalms are just like big, you know, and I, and I think of Psalms 19, 14, where it says, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my God. Sorry, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And so I guess this is what I leave you with. Like, this is what we leave you with. May the words of your mouth and the meditation that's in your heart be pleasing to God. And and just really reflect on what you've been believing. Really reflect on what you've been thinking about yourself or saying about yourself or saying about your husband or saying about your boyfriend or saying about your girlfriend or, you know, wife or even about your children. Like, or even about your parents, you know, um, may the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be pleasing to God. It's, it's my prayer to you guys. And yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking this time out of your busy schedules to just hang with us. Um, again, we, you know, our purpose for this entire podcast is just to encourage, to be honest, to 
let the world know that Jenny and I are not perfect. We are still, you know, learning as we go and we're always learning something new about each other and, you know, life is always going to throw us curveballs and so we just work with what we have. But just know that you guys are not alone. Um, again, we judge no one. We guilt no one. We shame no one. Um, we are as broken as everyone else, and we need the Lord as much as everyone else. Yeah. Well, blessings. Yeah. Take care, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Adios. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.